welcome to cii podcasts i welcome you all to the session of design talk series organized by confederation of indian industry in collaboration with world design organization and manipal university jaipur um, now i would like to take this opportunity to introduce our key speakers for today's session mr ugo barbalata mr ugo barbalata is a presently kakia design senior expert at dissolve systems company for their v plus r product experience offering all related products linked to realistic visualization experience and immersive solutions he did 6 years as services into psa and toyota for digital perceived quality and virtual mockup he now works with companies that need to deploy physical based renderings reproduce the customer experience and connect immersive hardware to their virtual world now i would like to introduce our next speaker mr sebastian smirtrins is presently the senior design manager and in charge of experience design research and relations with design schools before joining dassault systems sir sebastian mainly worked in the automotive sector as a design consultant for icem limited and interaction and the product designer at siemens automotive dr madhura yadav is a professor and a dean in faculty of design at manipal university jaipur she is an architect planner with over 25 years of experience she is founder head of the school of architecture and design and now director of sa and d at manipal university jaipur she is one of the founder member in establishing faculty of design at manipal university jaipur and founder head for fashion design interior design and planning programs she is on several expert groups and is a jury of various architectural competitions she is also on editorial board architecture urban design and urban planning india journals now i would like to invite dr madhura yadav to initiate the conversation with mr ugo barbalata and mr sebastian smith over to you dr madhura yadav yeah thank you and uh, i welcome for this uh, design talk series on role of ar and vr on in design education so i invite uh, mr sebastian and mr ugo for this uh, discussion and to start with i'll just like to say that uh, as uh, professor vas said that design education is uh, challenging nowadays and because of technology we have lots of opportunities and i think uh, ar and vr is the future of design education and which will have the many possibilities for the students and faculty as well so to start with i'll just uh, put a first question to any one of you both of you can address also so what is the definition of design according to you and is the design a method to create preferable futures uh, so thank you for the introduction and to all of you uh, and i'm glad to to speak with you about this uh, really um, interesting and uh, inspiring um, domain which is the the design in general uh, for, for me the the definition of design is 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 sort of a personal definition in fact but uh, i would say that uh, that is create modify uh, product or services to make the the lives of users customers patients users citizens um easier pleasant and human and human uh, mainly in fact so uh, and especially in our 
global context, we, we know that uh, to be more human in our, uh, in our relationships, uh, in our purpose, in, in fact, it's, it's really, uh, it's really uh, key. In fact. Um, so that's, that's really my, my vision of the design, but um, just to come back on what I do here at Dassault System Design Studio, so it's an integrated innovation uh, by design departments for Dassault System and it was, it's for, for its clients, so um, that was just uh, interesting for, for me to, to, to contextualize uh, what, what I'm saying also around the design. Um, with my uh, current uh, activity. Um, for me, definitely, the, the design is a, is a method to create uh, preferable futures. And I would say that um, it's even more a mind spirit than a method, in fact. Uh, propose and illustrate a vision uh, that could make life better implies an approach, in fact, uh, a spirit, and mainly based on uh, empathy, in fact. Um, and, and today, I would say that's that's crucial to have this um, this point of view, like this spirit. Uh, design has to play um, its role of catalyst and booster to propose uh, products, services, uh, transformations of organization, also uh, new experiences uh, that will help people uh, in their daily life and not. And not by creating beautiful but unuseful products and services, and, uh, and I'm, I'm a bit, a bit critic, in fact, on, on the last, uh, <laughs> the last point of this definition of design. But I think the, the design uh, came up with with this approach, in fact, to more aesthetical than functional. In fact, it depends, of course, of the different uh, different streams uh, uh, around the history of design, but. Uh, it's really important now to, to focus on the on the experience on the real purpose we, we have to to, to 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 propose to to develop uh, with with the, with the design uh, methodology. So um, that's yeah that's globally my, my vision of the design and and what and why I consider the design as a, a good means to uh, to create a preferable uh, futures of course. Okay. Thank you, uh, Sebastian. And I think uh, you have rightly said that uh, this empathy is a very important word for design. Yeah. And we create futures as a designer and then make life better. That is an important part of design. Uh, Mr. Ubo, would you like to... So can you throw some light that, uh, as he rightly said, that in design, we see empathy and spirit also. So how design can be catalyst for social change? Social change, in fact, by design around the empathy is, of course, it's, the, it's, it's, the, it's at the core of the design methodology. So social change uh, mean that's, um, that mean we need to, to go um, turn a bit around the, uh, um, around the, the more the, uh, around the organizations, uh, or around the way, uh, the way uh, the people uh, uh, think and, uh, and act uh, and consider that the design uh, is the way to, uh, to think with, the, um, with the, the eyes of the, the person, of the, of the user you want to propose a, a new solution. So, of course, I think um, uh, we need to shift from the industrial uh, domain uh, toward the, the social one. I mean, the, 
the society, the people, the community, uh, and maybe also to distillate, in fact, uh, this methodology, um, of course, on, on the individual side, but on, around the group, the community, the society itself, uh, itself. And, um, and, and, and I think it's maybe also um, a matter of um, uh, I mean, uh, decision from the government also to, uh, to, 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 to give the access to this methodology, but also to consider that could be instrumental uh, in, in, in this type of organization. So um, I think that's, yeah, that's totally related to the, to the previous question. In fact, is, uh, is, is, uh, is to think about uh, the, the way we could also uh, transform not only the industry uh, and the way we, we sell product uh, and, and services with uh, all the, 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 the assets the design uh, can provide around desirability, uh, attractivity, uh, viability also, right? uh, but also on, on focusing on the real uh, the real needs of, of human and it's not only around product and, and services also or services of course but not only product yes i think uh, by having this innov innovative solutions we can solve any of the society's issues and this way design can help to act as a catalyst for social change so there are many exa examples from any field like uh, let it be a fashion design or a product design or the graphic design or uh, architecture for that matter or a city also. So if, if you give the innovative solutions to the society, the issues are solved. So in that way, I think design can act as a social a catalyst for social change. Hmm. Yeah. Now hmm. the next question is to Mr. Ugo. Why do certain nations traditionally perform better? and how they perceive and integrate design in their lives. In your opinion, how can India be a leader in design, design innovation? Yes, I think this question is, is maybe more for, for me. Okay, you okay, yeah, okay. Yes, Mr. Sebastian. Too low, I think it's really interesting to, to come back on the history, in fact, uh, of the design. And uh, just to, to answer to the first part of the question, I think that if we, if we just come back on the history, uh, the design comes from Europe and then the United States, mainly, in fact, uh, where the, the design has been uh, institutionalized uh, through different streams, you, you of course know. Uh, that were also linked to the, the industrial development of these countries, um, and and for me it's 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 just a question of maturity. In fact, so so th there is no reason for for the other countries um, to implement massively the, the design in their organization uh, from the industry to the administration and to of course um, uh, to of course. Uh, I mean, uh, have an impact on this social change. In fact, we just spoke about pre previously. So um, I think India just needs to, to continue to the, the structuring of the Indian design uh, through uh, different institutions, schools, uh, uh, organisms of promotions, uh, and, and demonstrate the value of design on, on the different domains that, uh, that could be uh, 
uh, impacted by the design and show, of course, the, the results through this, all these organizations. So, um, uh, yes, I, I think it's one of the way, and that's one of uh, the, the, the way uh, the, the different Westerns, uh, Western countries uh, promote uh, the design through institutions, through the different uh, 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 curriculum in the design schools and the results and, and the impact in the, in the industrial uh, domain. And, and I think there is also two opportunities uh, behind that. Uh, the first, the first one is, I think, the maker movement. Um, as the design is the association of, uh, of thinking and making, it's, it's, uh, it is a way to pragmatically solve problem by thinking and quickly uh, propose new ideas by testing, uh, prototyping, uh, then in fact, really quickly. So, and, and I think India has already this spirit and could be much more developed uh, in, 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 the, in the future. So, and the second opportunity for me is the is the, is the system uh, thinking. In fact, uh, in, in, in this complex world where we, we live in, uh, where issues uh, have to be solved and, and really strong issues have to be solved. I think the systemic uh, approach of design uh, is, a, is a good method to, uh, to think uh, globally the experience and not only the product or, or the services. So I think we need to think also globally and to think globally and of course to, to, uh, to pick all the details of this complexity. The, the systemic approach um, uh, of design is, is, really, uh, is really important, is really fundamental and it's totally linked to Another uh, uh, domain of expertise uh, from the engineering called the, the system engineering. And, and, and we prove that it's totally connected. The way we think as a, as a designer with the design thinking uh, methodologies is totally linked to, the, to the, the, the system thinking and the system engineering methods. So it's really also really interesting to, to embark all this complexity uh, with designers, engineers, uh, um, um, different managers, and uh, in, from marketing, from uh, uh, human resources, to to, to, to create this um, this, uh, this global change also uh, in the different organizations where the the, the design uh, could be applied. Yes, I think as you said rightly that there is an increasing complexity and that has made design education more challenging. But in the process of development, this design extended into various disciplines like architecture, planning, fashion, textiles, graphic, then visual communications, fine arts, architecture, uh, sorry, interiors, multimedia and jewelry. But all these design disciplines have design principles in common in them but attribute changes as per the discipline. So if we talk about design education in India, it has developed over the years, but now it is booming. And as per the report of UK India, British Council, only a fifth of design market has been tapped. And there is a lot of scope for design institutions and, to, and all the design institutions to, should take these challenges to prepare such professionals. So uh, now we will go to the design as a profession, as a broader area. And the question is that, how has design as a profession evolved in the last two decades? Can you share your experience to illustrate this change? 
Uh, what is also, uh, in fact, a bit funny, if not really funny, but it's what, what is interesting for me is that 20 years, in fact, um, that corresponds globally to my work experience. So um, I have a design degree from uh, Institut Superior Design uh, Rubica, in fact, uh, from France, which is uh, also linked to, to India, I think, uh, in, in Pune, I think. Um, and uh, so 20 years, it's globally my work experience. And, uh, and, I, and I saw the design evolution mainly through, through uh, two dimensions. In fact, um, on one hand, the 3D capabilities, uh, which allowed the, the designer to support his creativity and even augment it um, with, with, for instance, uh, gen generative design, real-time experience, uh, in R and VR, of course, mm -hmm. and and what is really the difference uh, um, compared to 20 years uh, in the past? In fact, um, the 3D capabilities at at this time uh, were, of course, um, already available, but uh, what was a bit, fin, were still a bit restrictive, in fact, uh, around the creativity, and it's not the case anymore. In fact, I, I want to say that, fin, in fact. The, the restrictive, uh, restrictive aspects was, in fact, the designer is of course creative. He has, a, he has an idea and he wants to, to create something to, um, and to, to reveal it. And not only by, by the, the sketches, two uh, sketches, but also with uh, 3D capabilities. And at this time, that was still a bit restrictive, in fact. And, and now it is not the case anymore. There is plenty of capabilities and, and we will illustrate uh, a bit later. What is possible now to do in the design domain, uh, thanks to uh, to 3D capabilities. So now it's really a booster. It's a, a way to augment your, your creativity, uh, and, and we need to take and we have to uh, we have to to, to take uh, benefit of that, of course. And and the other end is um, the experience design. In fact, for, for me, that's also the evolution of the design. Uh, that's the way we think about the design. It's not only product design, transportation design, or uh, uh, luxury design, or space design. Uh, it's, it's globally um, the way we have to think about the, the design as an experience. And of course, with the systemic approach, uh, I spoke about just a bit uh, uh, before, to think globally about the experience uh, we propose to the user and combine different design um, expertise uh, such as user experience, product design, service design, and, and also with the extended capabilities of prototyping. And I want, what I want to say behind this extended capabilities of prototyping is the way we can now prototype an experience as we, we prototype a product. Um, in the way that, of course, with the different cap capabilities, you can prototype your product really in detail, but it is a bit difficult to consider what what will be the, the different interaction this product uh, uh, will will have uh, will have with the user and uh, and what what is the ecosystem uh, around this product and that's really the purpose of the experience design to embark all the the, the, the story, I would say, uh, around the product, around the services you want to, to, to propose, to, to develop. Um, and and uh, with the experience design, 
we are we are now with the system uh, the systemic approach uh, to think about the, the, the complexity of all the the, the, the purpose and uh, but also um, also to prototype it as you, 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 can, you can do uh, on, a, on a product uh, directly with capabilities. So uh, I think yes, there is globally two, two um, big uh, changes uh, in, in the way the design has uh, evolved. Yes, as you rightly said, I think speed has become a way of life. And we need to concentrate more on speed, technology, quality, and cost to add uh, to have better designs, futuristic designs. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think also just to to add just excuse me, just to add one more words. In fact, um, uh, I think now it's exactly the the, the way you, you pointed out uh, through the, the previous questions. I, I think. The, the design has also to be really impactful in the social change. So we are also to, to think about the way the design will be uh, used in other organizations and not only the industry, not only uh, in fact the, the, the different uh, uh, organizations where the design is, uh, is already deployed, but also in other organizations. I think uh, it could be really <laughs> good for the future with this human-centric approach and not only focused on, on business and the way to uh, to create a value, I mean, uh, money. Uh, yes. It's really important. Yeah. Uh, next question is, uh, design is now at the age of technology and sciences. So how, how has attributes and skill set expectations from a designer changed? And do we have to gear up to serving newer profiles? Uh, I think, as we said a bit previously, in fact, we can see the designer as a, as a catalyst, in fact, uh, as a sort of conductor or film director, um, who has the abilities to federate people with this transverse, transversal approach and user-centric methods. So the idea for me is to allow him or her to collaborate more and more with other expertise by creating a dedicated environment of work uh, with management schools, with engineering schools. Um, I think it's, yeah, it seems for me essential for, um, to, 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 um, to operate and to enable this, uh, this, this new way to work. And, and I think the designer has a, has a, has a great role to, to play uh, within this, uh, this, this, this game, I think. And, uh, and of course, it has already started. Uh, we, see, uh, we see many uh, collaboration between engineering schools, management schools and design schools uh, here in, uh, in Europe. And I think it's probably the case um, uh, in other uh, continents. But uh, uh, I think yeah, that, that there is, yes, this, uh, this way to, to see the designer uh, Today, but also in the, in, the, in the future, so we need to develop these disabilities around the, the, the designers, and, and I think that also CAD softwares uh, will give more and more capabilities to the designers um, to validate their ideas earlier in the process uh, with all the simulations, optimizations, uh, tools. Of course, the creative creation tools, of course. But I think with these new uh, capabilities. 
it gives the ability to the designer to uh, to quickly um, validate uh, um, his ideas um, and 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 to be more uh, agile, in fact, uh, towards the the, the 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 global process of development for product or, or service. So the designer has to seize this opportunity to um, by by uh, I mean. Uh, knowing all these new capabilities from uh, from from the software industry, uh, and, and 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 I think we have also to uh, we should also awaken design uh, students uh, on sociological um, and environmental issues. I think I'm really sensitive uh, on, on these topics, but uh, I think it it will be for key for the future. Also, that's I think the design schools has also to. Uh, to improve, to uh, to show uh, what what is uh, what is happening uh, on, on the different on these different um, issues. I mean, uh, uh, sociologically and uh, environmentally uh, speaking, uh, and, and I think it's yes, it's really important for the future and also for for the way the design has to also to, to evolve, to be really conscious and how the design methodology could uh, answer to this these issues. Yes, I think as you rightly pointed out, this interdisciplinary approach is required in the design because as the pace in global economy increases and the clients move away from multiple source providers and seek out a single source and turnkey, turnkey providers. So to bridge the distance between these disciplines, it is time to review its uh, instructional pedagogy and the inherent value to understanding and exploring related disciplines. So interdisciplinary approach is required and it is vital in design education, I think. So we have to move from uh, inter uh, the concept of interdependence rather than uh, independence. That is the need of the hour today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now we can go to the third part of discussion that is design and 3D work environments. So, how 3D environments can play a big role in building design community for students in design? Yeah, um, yes, as I said previously, I think to to really answer to, to this to these issues, in fact, uh, to the issues we have to face now, I think working collaboratively is, is the other design domains, but also the other uh, domains of expertise is key. So, as I said, so. So work on this type of work on environment will provide collaboration, upstream thinking and creation tools are very good, in fact, uh, means to, to achieve this, uh, this, this goal. So I think, yes, we, we, they, they, they will play and they already uh, play uh, a big role, but more and more they will play a, a wider role uh, in, in building design communities for, for students in design, but not only on students. And I think we have to also to open the doors and, and think about our own expertise, the design, but also how to work really, um, uh, really uh, uh, I would say, uh, really deeply, in fact, with other uh, uh, expertise, uh, with uh, other domains. And I think this, this type of 3D environment, collaborative environments are, are really good mean. And, and I would say, man, hey, 
fundamental uh, fundamental way to to work collaboratively. I think it's one of the key assets of the the digital uh, solutions is to create this collaboration. But we we saw that of course during the pandemic. In fact, uh, the pandemic we 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 have um, performed. We we still uh, maintain our activity thanks also to to this type of uh, technologies. In fact, to this type of uh, environmental work. Uh, and even in the industry, uh, uh, to create this, uh, this this link to this uh, with all all the people uh, to achieve the same goal, the, the, the digital environment are, are very important. And, uh, of course, the free environment as the system is providing uh, are, are very important. Yeah. Great, and I think I we should move to the very important part of our discussion today that is role of ar and vr so can you uh, relate uh, some incident incidents where students can become ar and vr expert or can they learn through engagement activities um that's something i can uh, of course answer so from the start um i know that a lot of companies especially when they have um senior designer or people with old um, design thinking who don't manipulate uh, augmented reality or virtual reality tools or solutions so from the start um, if those company is willing to um, company or design uh, organization is willing to evolve this is where you can act where you can come and offer your new way of working showing new tools, uh, showing new process. This is where you can enhance uh, the activities that those people is having today, showing that you can uh, offer something new for them, for the customer, for the change of um, products you want to design or services. Uh, it, it's first, it's a one way. Uh, you, can, um, you can push uh, this uh, AR and VR stuff, uh, indeed. Of course, then there's uh, another way. If you design, uh, if you work with a company who have already uh, augmented reality or VR tools, but maybe they have a way to use it because the solutions is telling you that you are using this way by pushing this button using these features. So if the software or the hardware, because it's really both um, connected uh, box together, if you were told to use this way, because this is the way the solution is running, this is the way the hardware um, is allowing you to do something uh, in a virtual uh, environment or in an immersive environment. If you follow the way it was told you to use it, I have to say that you maybe you will not um, design perfectly as you want. Maybe you will be frustrated because you will discover that in one way you are using the tools or the solutions or the hardware, you will not you will not go where you want when you design. Something interesting is um, to find a way to break um, this wall and just to to map your design process into the solutions VR or AR you will use. It could be also one way uh, to to progress. If you strictly follow 
what uh, what you can do as a features. Um, the user interface that is provided with um, a netset, for example, or with um, solutions providing a realistic appearance of uh, of your model, it could be limited, and maybe you will just stop not fully stop using the solutions but maybe you will say okay i cannot do this way it's it's not allowing me to accomplish my design um so in that case maybe you will switch off solutions maybe you will stop you will not go uh, as far as you want when you design uh, something right i think uh, ar and vr are very important and uh, has potential in visualizing and interacting abstract model into the three dimensional context for to facilitate the learning and this also provides the natural and interactive ways to express our ideas and overcome the technic technical gap in the iterative process design process like for example by upgrading from this traditional computer aided design process to the mixed reality aided design space yeah 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 so uh, how ar and vr can help students to be a more innovative and creative and what would be your advice and tips to the students to be more creative and to have more strategic approach while design research is in the process for the students in india and abroad as well um i'm not myself a designer Let's say I'm I'm providing solutions to enhance um, design thinking and way to create products. So I know that the traditional I know my old perception was that uh, to do design it was to sketch first on on papers to create 2D lines, try to create some um, um, object with a 3D appearance, but into into papers. And now what we uh, offer not only us uh, the system, but is to stop to start from um, a papers from a 2d sketch and start straight to make it with uh, our solutions even if it it's in 2d or 3d into um, a cat solutions a modeling solutions first creating in 3d maybe it will accelerate and uh, you will maybe not do mistake by converting your 2d um, 2d drawings into a 3d way to create um, your, your ideas that's the first thing and then if on top of that you had realistic so virtual reality i mean uh, adding a realistic surrounding realistic materials then you will start to design to sketch 3d objects or 3d surface with a specific materials, with a specific lightning. And so from the start, maybe you will discover that this shape have a better look with these lines, for example, because you have applied a nice light onto it. Um, then, uh, so uh, an example which come to my mind when I was uh, working um, for an Asia company, Toyota, I remember that uh, the designer was creating some nice decoration panel into the car cockpit. What happens, they really draw some nice lines. And when it comes to um, virtual reality, we applied some materials and lighting conditions. What happens, some reflection appears, which was disturbing. So first, it was not nice looking with specific materials. And then it was disturbing the user. 
um, the, the driver or the passenger. Like, oh, this shape is not nice. Uh, can we switch off materials? Yes, but if you apply these materials, um, it will not look as my first sketch. Okay, so in 2D, you draw this, but when it comes to 3D and virtual reality, it's not matching. So it was um, decided to go straight for 3Ds, applying a realistic appearance and take faster some decisions. So basically, uh, as Sebastian was saying, it's, um, it's systemic uh, also in this way for virtual reality, data, materials, and um, qualitations who will check what the designer is doing. And having everything from the start, everything linked, you will accelerate your design process. You will maybe go straight to the good shape you want to design. And you will uh, break some wall by uh, creating something, discuss with engineers, discuss with qualitations. And when all these people are all aligned, what about the final customer? What he will think? Um, maybe you will raise a perfect product to put on the market, but it maybe will not follow what the customer is really uh, wants to to purchase, to use as a services, or to feel when he will see for the first time the object you you will draw. Yeah. So I think we can do many permutation combinations and see that what are the challenges. And through this technology of AR and VR, we can solve these challenges before this product reaches to the society or the users, end yeah. users, right? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, can you relate through your experience in working AR and VR, what are the key aspects of design process amendments that a student designer should be mindful about? Uh, so, um something very important if you want to work with um, VR uh, and, and immersive and especially with on, on experience. Uh, how to express that? Um, even if you use realistic um, virtual reality tools in your process, if you want to express something, you can make a lot of things very nice so from the start. Uh, nice lookings, uh, even if you design something, uh, you want to to um, how to name that in English, uh, appealing an appealing object, something you want straight to purchase to manipulate because it's it's looking nice because of, of the form because of the materials. There's something really to consider: is how you, uh, the product behave close to you and how you will behave with this product. Um, it's not all about how it appears and how you want to to get it and use it. It's more about how you will use it, how you will enhance uh, um, your day besides the product or besides the experience you want to, to offer. It's it's really one thing. And uh, when it comes to uh, virtual reality, augmented reality and immersive solutions, um, what it could happen, even if you provide the best design on the market to your customer, it could happen that when you will use the product, it will not fulfill your um, your needs. Um, it will not make you uh, doing straight what you want, even if it's a nice uh, nice object. After two three use, if you test something and you don't purchase at the end, if you feel um, you spend too much money and you don't get so much from this object, what is the sense? Um, 
I know that a lot of uh, companies I was working on, so we we they did nice product products. We make it realistic uh, with virtual reality. At the end, we go for an immersive experience. So we're wearing a headset and uh, being completely immersed in this 3D world and just to check the designs they have made. We found two things that first be uh, behaving in this product, experiencing it in VR. At the end, the product was not really achieving what the company was really looking for to put on the market with uh, with such product first. And the second aspect, it was like, and, and so for people connected here, immersive solutions and headsets, even if it's very nice to be immersed, to have a nice headset, a nice experience, it could happen that uh, if you work with organization, with departments, uh, with final customer, some people will be afraid about uh, using such technologies. They will not be um, feel comfortable wearing a headset, for example, and they will more focus on their own uh, experience, maybe some sickness uh, feeling or whatever, and they will not uh, really uh, check the product and the design you put uh, in front of them. So they will not focus on uh, your work. They will more focus on what is happening to me. I'm wearing something I cannot see my hands. It's very strange. Um, they will not be disappointed by your design. Maybe they will be disappointed by their own experience using augmented reality. So there is a balance um, where you have to make sure that the people you will discuss with um, will really focus on the product, the design and the solutions you want to provide them and not on their own uh, experience during the review of the product you offer them. Yes, you, as you rightly said that aesthetics is very important, then usability, then the appropriate, appropriate materials. I think yeah. there is a need to develop a virtual reality laboratory for simulation uh, studies, particularly in the field of design, research is needed. And aesthetics is one of the unquantified aspects of design. So the neural networks research is to be undertaken for quantification of this aesthetics and the different design disciplines. And I think uh, information technology is to be utilized as a means of convergence of research and its implementation, interdisciplinary, interlaboratory, uh, collaboration and industrial part, uh, participation. Mm -hmm. So I think uses of uh, VR applications in various design uh, education related fields have improved the productivity for teaching and learning, uh, teaching, training, learning, and by allowing designers to apply uh, theoretical knowledge to real industrial problems with real time experience. And that was a great uh, uh, contribution from you on the field of AR and VR. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to CII Podcasts.